I want to read this verse in, in uh, Isaiah. It's Isaiah chapter 9. And just about every Christmas Eve, I use this scripture because it's a beautiful scripture. And then I'm going to add one other scripture. But this is Isaiah chapter 9, uh, verse 1. It says this, Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those walking in distress. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. For those living in the land, deep darkness, a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This scripture was written by Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet. Isaiah was one of those crazy guys that, that told people what was getting ready to happen. And the children of Israel were in a very, very dark place. It was a very depressing time. They were discouraged. They were overwhelmed. The economy was tanking. Things weren't good. There was division. And Isaiah came with a prophecy that said, if you're walking in darkness, if you're walking in gloom, there's getting ready to come a light. And the light is the light of the world. His name is Jesus. And then Isaiah said, his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of of peace. And that's really why we're celebrating tonight, because we have a God who's brought tremendous light into a dark world. Can I get an amen? Another verse of scripture I want to read to you. This is found in Matthew, and it says this. This is about Mary. And she will give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save people from their sin. Isaiah prophesied that a son was coming. And then in Matthew, it says, unto us a son is given, and you will call him, his name, Jesus. What a beautiful name. Can we say that name, Jesus, together? When I, when I hear this verse of Scripture in, in, in Psalms, in, in, in Isaiah, I'm amazed of God's plan to rescue people walking in darkness. His, he, he could have had any option. He could have picked a number of ways to save the world, but God, in his great wisdom, chose to use a baby to save the world. Isn't that crazy? He could have he had several options, several ways to save the world, but he chose a baby. And Isaiah said, a son is going to be given to you. His name is going to be called Jesus. And he told Mary and, and, and Joseph, you're going to call him Jesus because he's going to save people from their sins. Everybody likes a baby. And God used a baby to save the world. You've heard me sing a couple times here at the church, a strange way to save the world. It is a strange way to save the world using a baby. But everyone likes babies. And I'm delighted to introduce to you, for the very first time, my grandson, all the way from Atlanta. And he is here, and I have had the best. Hello, GW. Come here, buddy. What are you doing? Oh, this guy is amazing. Say hi to George William Power, all the way from Atlanta, George. Isn't he great? I've had, I've had baby duty with him all week long. If you're wondering what your pastor has done all week, I've been watching. And, and I got this new tool that helps me be a great grandfather. We didn't have that when I was raising four beautiful kids, 
But I've been walking around with GW in the front and singing to him and having a wonderful time. Uh, there's just something about being a granddad, something about this little guy. I am so in love with him. His disposition is just like his grandfather, and he is just so <laughs> peaceful and quiet and just will sit, and I just get time to sing to him and talk to him and, and pray over him. I'm so proud of this little boy. Everybody loves babies. And God, in his beautiful wisdom, used a baby to save the world. And, and Jesus didn't remain a baby. He, he grew just like you did. He changed and he developed and he became a, he became a man. And he started a ministry of restoration. He started a ministry of hope. He started a ministry of bringing healing and help to people. He became a strong leader that, that brought tremendous change to his community. I want you to notice behind me 42 names that are up on the wall behind me. All year long as a church, we've been going name by name through all the different names of Jesus. There's 42 of them. I counted. Jesus is so powerful and so great and so mighty that he has over 900 names. And we only talked about 42 of them behind me. Isn't that amazing? Four to 900 names in the Old Testament and the New Testament describing the baby Jesus. He didn't stay a baby. He became a man. He became powerful. And he became so strong and mighty. And some of the names are behind me. And this is what we're going to do tonight as we uh, kind of conclude this part of the service. I want you to look to my right and your left, and I want you to start looking at some of those names. Some of the names behind me next to the cross. I mean, there's some beautiful names up there. He's the father to the fatherless. He's an almighty God. He's a God who is a God who hears us when we pray. He's our shepherd. He's a God who heals. He's a God who is faithful. He's the God that is mighty in battle. He is a God who is the God of all comfort. There's 42 names up there that you can pick from today. And this is just going to be a, a, a moment where I'm going, to, I'm going to give you some homework. I want you to pick one of those names up there out of all 42, a name that, that Christ has revealed himself to you in 2023. Has he been your healer? Has he been your comforter? Has he been your, your guide? Has he, has he been your shepherd? I'm pretty confident that of all the needs that we have here today, one of those names God has been able to help you and administer you and be that mighty God that he promised he would be. Earlier this week, I was singing with GW. I was singing him, well, I sang him a couple songs. I, I taught him the Barney song, which that kind of dates me, doesn't it? And then as we were just sitting together, I, I started singing a beautiful song that you all know. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, his name is called, sing it with me, Emmanuel, 
You see, I wanted GW to know that there's a God who's always going to be with him. That same message that I want for my very first grandson, I want that message for you tonight. You see, I, I know in a sanctuary like this tonight, there's, there's people that are depressed. There's people that are suicidal. There's people here tonight that this is the first Christmas that you are celebrating without a loved one. There's people here tonight that you've got husbands and, and wives in hospital in their last few days. There's people here today, you're, you're one week away from losing your job. There's people here today that you're one day away from losing your marriage, even losing hope. And it's overwhelming sometimes as a pastor knowing all the different needs and the fears and the concerns. But just like I wanted GW to know that there's always going to be a God, a mighty God. His name is above all names, and he always will have a God who will always be with him. I want you to have that message too. Whatever you're faced with tonight, one of the names of God is he's Emmanuel. He will always be with you. Let's sing that one more time. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, your name is called Emmanuel, God with us, revealed in us. Your name is called Emmanuel. Would you bow your hearts with me and let's, let's pray together. Father, I thank you that your name is above every name. In our moments of hardship, in our moments of loss, you promised that you would always be with us and you would never leave us. We trust you tonight to meet every need. We trust you to be the great God in every situation. We trust you tonight. We're grateful that you came to bring us light. We're grateful that we no, no longer have to walk in darkness because you've given us the name that is above all names. His name is Jesus. And we celebrate him tonight and we're grateful for it. In Jesus' name, all of God's wonderful people said, amen. God bless your church. Well, if you were here this morning, then you are acutely aware that I have used all my words for the day. And so we have a script for me and for you as well. In a moment, we're going to partake in the sacrament of communion together. I'm gonna to start by leading us in a little bit of liturgy. I'm gonna read, when you see on the screen it says leader, that's me, kind of. When you see people, it's you. So we're gonna go through this, and then afterwards, uh, Pastor John is gonna uh, lead us in a prayer in a time of partaking of the communion. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of the heaven and the earth. And so with your people here on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and we join their unending hymn. Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, he broke the bread, he gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this. All of you, this is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for the many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us, gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the the body and the blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, drink from this. This blood of the new covenant poured out for you, for the many, do this, and as often as you drink it, remember me. Powerful words. Through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John. When I think of Christmas Eve service, I can't help but have a a little tingling up my spine. When I see uh, Pastor Scott up here with his grandbaby, when I hear the beautiful music, and just seeing the children 
uh, it, it does something. And then I think about the communion service. You know, traditionally communion, I, at least where I grew up, was a sad affair. Everybody looked so sad, and I thought, this is supposed to be a, a celebration, but it is somber, but it's also a celebration. And I thought about communion tonight. This is a celebration, a communion of birth, of birth, of resurrection, and thanking God for the fact that he loves us. He reminds us, no matter, listen, if you're here tonight, no matter who you are, what you've done, or what you haven't done, God accepts you. You know how I know that? Because he accepted me. Now, back to the communion. You have your little cup. I have a word of caution. We, on behalf of the church staff and the church, we do not furnish club soda. This will stain those white sweaters and all those garments. So remember that. If you'll peel the top off and take your bread and we have the wine. Let us pray. God, we offer ourselves afresh to you tonight. Forgive us our sins and make us clean and whole. And now we celebrate the sacrament that you taught us. When you gathered your disciples together, you told them this bread that I give you. And he gave them the bread. He said, this is my own body shed for your sins and the sins of the whole world. This, this bread is our healing power. He was broken so that we might have salvation. And then he gave him the cup. And he said, this cup contains my own blood. It is for the forgiveness of your sins and the sins of the whole world. Drink this, he said, as often as you knew. Remember me and be thankful. God, we pray that you'll let these elements of bread and wine become for us truly the body and blood of your son tonight, and that we'll all be blessed. In the name of Christ, amen. You take the bread. Jesus said, this is my body broken for you. Eat this, and as often as you do, remember me and be thankful, the body of Christ. Then he took the cup, and he gave each disciple the cup and he said, this is my own blood shed for your sins, the sins of the whole world. As often as you take this and drink this, remember me and be thankful. Your sins are forgiven. Amen. But Lord, we've humbled ourselves before you tonight. We've been obedient. We've asked for forgiveness, and you've forgiven us. And now let us experience the beauty of Christmas like we never have before, as you shower fresh your love upon us. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Whatever you do, have faith, love God, and enjoy every moment of Christmas. Amen.
Thank you, Lisa and Bruce. That was, uh, that was fantastic. And now one of the best parts of the whole service. 
This is Facebook worthy. I look forward every year to seeing all the lights. I want you to remember when you light the candle and you lift it, that we are declaring to the world that Jesus is the light of the world. In just a moment, our usher is going to come down and we're going to light it and we're going to sing a few carols together. It's going to be a wonderful time. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for coming and being here today, this Christmas Eve service. We're going to begin the carols as we begin to light this beautiful candle. Aren't you grateful for Jesus tonight? Let's say that name Jesus together. Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. Silent night, holy night, all is calm. You want to go down with me? All is bright, round yon virgin mother and child. Let's all stand up together and sing this together. Let's come up. Sing it together now. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. 
fantastic. On behalf of our entire church family, our leadership team, my, my wife Tammy and GW, for the very first time we want to wish you a very merry, merry Christmas. Now listen, the fire marshal's going to get mad at me if I don't tell you that as soon as the service is over, you got to blow out the candle. Merry Christmas. God bless you. We love you. Merry Christmas, everybody.